Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to today's Wisdom Wednesday. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Benjamin. And in these calls, we discuss the topics of innate health, innate peace, innate well-being through the lens of mind, thought, and consciousness. We are naturopathic doctors. We support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming their health through whole food, plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. That's who we are and what we do. But uh, we're so excited that you're here with us today. We are. And, you know, I find it funny because I'm sitting here in this very moment with like a smile on my face and like feeling like, yeah. And the truth be told is that that's not really how I've been feeling in general for the last couple of days. Um, But it's interesting because today's topic is feeling feelings. Feelings are for feeling. And, um, it's just interesting how when I'm called to be in the present moment, for example, live streaming a video, I arrive within myself and I feel a sense of peace and calm, which is not always the case because when I'm not live streaming a podcast, I'm usually more caught up in my thinking and future fantasizing and worrying and what did, what did she say? What did he say? What is they, what do they think about me? What the hell is going on? Blah, 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 blah. Um, in other words, I'm not in the present moment. Um, so in the present moment right now, at least, you know, things are pretty good. How about you, Susanna? I, well, I agree with what you said, you know, when we show up, um, to a a task in the present moment, it's like, we just drop into the present moment. Right. But I agree. I agree that the last few days for me have been a little bit turbulent in terms of, um, my feelings, the emotions I've been experiencing. And, um, you know, it's because I've been having more thinking, that I've been buying into, right? That's where our feelings come from. But today I really wanted to talk about just feeling our feelings and not like trying to think our way out of feeling our feelings or anything like that. Because 
as the title of this episode says, feelings are are meant to be felt. I, I really like that. Feelings are for feeling. Oh, there you go. Feelings are for <laughs> I, feeling. I think that rolls off the tongue a little bit better. It does. Which which is which is the truth. However, however, it's so hard. It's so freaking hard. Is it just me? Or are there some feelings that I want to push away so far and just resist so hard and they just persist so fiercely, but I still want to push them away so hard. And there's this uh, push and pull. And of course that creates tension. And that feeling in my experience tends to be magnified. And then I'm like, okay, I'll feel it, but I don't feel it fully. And it just weighs and weighs and weighs. And then usually in my experience, there's there's a moment where it's like, okay, like things suck. You know, let's let's for example, sadness, you know, the tear, whatever. The tears flow, the well up, like whatever it is, but it's like there's um, a tipping point where there's kind of a surrender and allowing of like the more the fullness of the emotion to come to the surface. And then literally it's like an apex and then it's just, and then it's like already on its way out as, as, as gracefully as it could be. Um, so that's kind of, the the irony of feeling our feelings is that when we feel them there we we notice that they're only there for really a microsecond in the totality of the and fullness of the feeling Mm -hmm. but the push and pull of that feeling can seem like a a lifetime of just battling and struggling and anyway yeah 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 and it's it's interesting it's actually interesting because practically what what i've experienced in my life and i don't know about you dr ben but practically i think i think a lot of us would maybe agree it's like oh we would love it maybe if we could experience less of the hard heavy emotions and more of the light emotions how about just rainbows and unicorns (laughs) like all day every day doesn't that sound nice but but i'm it's been super interesting you know, in this journey of um, really diving into mindset, mind, thought, and consciousness, it's been interesting for me to really witness in my own experience, practically, how when I allow myself to feel the fullness of whatever I'm feeling and accept it and not try to run away from it or numb it or distract myself from it or talk myself out of it or whatever, it does generally pass sooner. And sometimes not. And sometimes it still hangs with us for a while. Right. But in general, it does tend to move through me faster. I think it's I think it it always does. Yeah. I mean, that's I I guess everyone's maybe got a different. So practically, you know, practically there's that there's that little like (laughs) tip. But really, like what's happening in our mind and our thought realm when we are trying to run away from feeling an emotion is that essentially remember from previous episodes, we talk about how our feeling state is dependent upon 
our thinking state and what thoughts we're buying into. So if we're buying into heavy, anxious thoughts, we're going to feel anxiousness in our body somehow. And so if, if I'm, let's just use anxiety as an example, because I had some of this last night. It was so weird. I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, and at first I was really resisting it. Like, oh, Susanna, just go back to sleep. Oh, Susanna, you know, what's this? This sucks. Now I'm not going to get good sleep. Now I'm going to be groggy tomorrow. And it's like, I was trying to do all these mental gymnastics, these mental tricks. But what am I doing? I'm actually creating more busyness in the mind, right? I'm creating more mental activity. It's like this analogy I love so much. If we have, um, you know, a, a body of water and it's wavy with the busyness of thoughts, which then moves into our feeling state, our emotions. If, if I go in there and try to smooth out the waves with my hands, I'm actually going to create more turbulence, more busyness, more waves. And that's innocently what we can do when we go in there and try to fix it and manipulate it and Essentially, when we're not just in that full accepting state of just experiencing what we're experiencing, allowing it to move through us and trusting that our psychological immune system is strong and intact and that once the storm moves through, we are going to come back to our peaceful, grounded state, which is our true nature. Yeah. So that's true. Um, yeah. So I don't have anything to add. <laughs> I mean, why, why does it need to be any more complicated than that? <laughs> um, it certainly isn't. Yeah. We can do, we can do uh, mantras and breath work and, and uh, yeah, in terms of the, the breathing, in terms of the lengthened exhalation, we know that that shifts our physiology. We know that turns on the relaxed, state of the autonomic nervous system, the parasympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system. And that, of course, influences how our nervous system is working and, you know, the the, the, the degree to which neurotransmitters are firing, etc. So there is that kind of um, bodily exercise component, if you will. Um, but at the same time, there's kind of no amount of exhalations that can really override chronic mental stress you know it's almost like you know if the chronic chronic thinking is like the gas pedal and then the deep breaths are like the brake it's like we can be putting the the foot on the gas and the brake at the same time but we're still maybe creating a lot of stress um so we can take a foot take our foot off the gas you know and we can by, by what that means is it's simply, you know, like you were saying, Susanna, just having a level of understanding to the degree that allows us to kind of step free from the mental activity, at least, not, not at least, um, all we need is like a microsecond and, mm. um, and we're free. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah. And that just made me think of one more thing, just like stepping free. You know, we make it sound so easy, like, oh yeah, just step free of your mental activity. But, <laughs> you know, I think for me, what it feels like in the, in the moment that the word that kind of, um, you know, kind of embodies the experience more 
is simply like just not resisting what yeah. we're feeling. Right. And um, that's not to say that things are pretty and I, f- I feel called to share what happened to me this morning. I know you shared what happened to you last night. Uh, I feel called to share what happened to me this morning. I, at least I'll share kind of like a, a an abbreviated, maybe semi-censored version of what happened to me this morning. <sighs> I, um, I got really upset. I got really triggered in public and um, I had an appointment and I stormed out of my appointment. I didn't, it wasn't like super stormy storm out, but I didn't, I, I let, I refused to cooperate under the conditions that I was asked to. And I left and I left in a huff and a little bit of a puff. Um, you, and you blew the house down. <laughs> I left in a huff and a little bit of a puff. Um, you know, that being said, I did stand my ground and look firmly into the eyes of that who I was huffing and puffing with. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm out, you know, I'm out of here, you know, but there was some energy. There was some energy and boy, oh boy, it, it remind, it was very reminiscent of, um, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 year old Ben, you know, and just the, the welling up of that emotion. And for me, at least as a, a youngster, it was rage. It was anger. It was frustration, um, and boy, I, I resisted it so much. Um, I, I used to, and I, that resistance would cause the, the feeling, the, the anger, the, the frustration to just linger with me for literally days or weeks. And I would just be in this kind of cloud for a long time. Um, but today I, I left in the huff and the puff. I walked outside and I said, you know, I guess that could have gone maybe a little bit better. You know, I had that kind of like looking back, I, I could have, it could have done a li- like I could have been different, but literally I put my feet on the ground. I did the exhale and I just accepted and loved and appreciated myself for doing my best and being what I feel is in integrity. And I didn't drag that emotion with me, got home, told Susanna what happened, <laughs> called the the office where I caused just the slightest bit of a scene and apologized again and asked to get a refund for payments that whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, anyways, very clear, right? It's, it's, it's very clear. And I am grateful for my understanding of how things happen through me so that I'm not dragging and resisting so much. So that's all to say that by no means is life ever intended to be the rainbows and unicorns. Like, um, it's just simply not. It's just simply not. There is duality. There are difficult times. There is grief. There is loss. There are celebrations. There are wins. There's everything, right? So this is not about making life better in the sense that there's like more positivity, more positive side to the duality, but there's more neutrality. There's more acceptance. There's more peace. Um, And then maybe we are able to be fully appreciative of the goodness in life. Um, 
But anywho. I just want to say one more thing. Okay. Because because you just made me you just made me um think of something. You know, when you talked about it, it's it's more about feeling more neutrality. I remember I don't know if you guys know this about me, but in undergrad I majored in comparative religion and I was really interested in Buddhism and Hinduism. And I remember learning in Buddhism um how, you know, some would say that the kind of goal of Buddhism is also kind of having yeah. having fewer lows and fewer highs and more just kind of like yeah, neutral coasting, right? Yeah. And I remember sitting in class and being like, well, that sounds kind of boring because <laughs> I like the highs. Yeah, I don't like the lows, but I like the highs. Can't we just have more of the highs? But good luck. You know, as as <laughs> as I've been just diving more into this mindset and this understanding myself, I notice how actually the neutral moments of just complete peace and acceptance and just allowance is actually so much richer and sweeter than the kind of like hyperactive, ah, yeah, I'm excited because yeah. you it's, know? <laughs> it's like, um, it's more sustainable. Yeah. It's, it's sustainable. Yeah. Whereas like when we're kind of like, ooh, we, yeah, good news. Yippee do da. <laughs> Um, it's like there. It's like uh, you know, burning fumes. It's like the fumes. Oh, whereas... because those moments come to an end. Everything does, right? Like our wedding. That was like my favorite night ever, but it came to an end. But this, this like sweetness of peace, acceptance that doesn't that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it is more sustainable. So, so let anyway. let that be the focus and reminder for us all, I suppose, is uh, sustaining the peace that is our true nature, being more of who we truly are. And feeling all that comes up and not judging it, yeah. not judging it and not trying to run away from it, just feeling it, knowing that it's not going to be here forever. Right. And if uh, we, we appreciate you for tuning in, for, for joining us in these Wisdom Wednesday conversations. And if you're looking for deeper, more consistent conversation with us and community on the topics of mind, thought, and consciousness here, feel free to check out the Peace on Earth program, a sliding scale offering through Alter Health. And you can learn more at alter.health slash peace on earth. Yeah. All right. All right. Sending lots of peace and love your way till next time.